back, phone takeover. My name is Nick Brown for Andy Brown for Andy Brown Town, the 14th reason the Silver Surfer top deck. I'll be your host. I'll be your guide over this next hour. And joining me is the man to my right, the oh so glorious one, Mr. Silky Scream, Cream Cheese Smooth. Mr. Nathan Gustafson. Nathan, how you doing? Cream cheese warrior, Nick. There you go. Come on, get it right. One day, I can't can't remember how many weeks I've been doing this. I still can't get that name right. That's right. I'm like one of those imperial warriors. You know the ones they froze in time, Nick? They put the sculptures of them? That is me. Well, you also got a a new uh, nickname you said as you walked in the door. What is it? The reverse rain dancer. Yeah, Nick. (laughs) The rain has stopped. The rain has ceased to be since you have been here. I parted the ways, Nick. What did Moses do? He walked through the seas and parted them? Yeah. That's what I did. The rain has been there all day, Nick, and I come... I walk out of the car and boom, gone. It's been fucking miserable, hasn't Pardon it? it? It's what a terrible a, weekend in Melbourne. It's been a very odd weekend, Nick. That's uh, all right. How you been? I've been good. I've been on the road. Yeah? Again. <laughs> on the road again. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Call me donkey, Nick. That's oh, all I yeah. <laughs> For all the wrong reasons. I wish it was for the good reasons, Nah, Nick. that's all right, buddy. Well, I don't care one of that. <laughs> I've had a long weekend, literally. Eight, eight hours of driving plus. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked. How's it going? How's it been? Oh, it's been great. I went yeah. to Tarang. Talk to me. What is that? That doesn't sound like a place. <laughs> it sounds okay. like you just made it up. Did you th- go anywhere this weekend? <laughs> Nick, I went to Tarang, mate. I went to Tarang Mortlake was the um the play well, that's the footy club's name. But okay. I'm a I'm a generous soul, as yep. you know. It's Absolutely. A, one of the a men of the people, Nick. Yep. These are all your nicknames in high school. Uh yeah, Nick. So people <laughs> listening now, they that when you see me next, call me these things. But Nick, yes. I actually had a, a very a heartfelt thing I wanted to do Nick. Okay, what do you want to do? So last year, obviously the fires. Yes. Ravaged Victoria, Nick. So, unfortunately, with COVID, a lot of that was pushed to the, the side because we forgot about the fight. Yeah. So, I planned last year to go to a couple of local football games out in the country. Out in that area. Because they've been burnt down, these these footy clubs and their, their pubs and all these things. So, I'm like, all right, yuck, my dad. So, I said, we're going to wherever. So, dad picked the first week. So, yeah. we went to Terang Mortlake. So, we got out there, Nick, on the Friday night, out in the skips, driven fucking... Melbourne traffic on a on a Friday night. Absolutely, no, never, absolutely never a good fucking thing. horrible. So it took us five hours to get there instead of three and a half. So it was absolutely horrible. But Nick got there, got to the Wheat Teeth Hotel, yep. walked in with the locals, oh, a couple of different looking beings up there. Nick Brown, absolutely. a couple of rat tails, a couple of things going everywhere, here, there, and everywhere. I don't know what to say about it. Nick, good palmer. Did you uh, introduce yourself as the cream cheese warrior? <laughs> Nick, I was wearing a backbone shirt and I almost got lynched. They, <laughs> avid listeners of the show up it's, in Tarang. They're, Nick, I'm they're, all, you, they're yeah. all what we did on the weekend listeners up there. <laughs> <laughs> they're the only ones who listen to that shit show. They actually asked, why were you so unhappy? Because I had the um the, the black and yellow, oh, the, 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 the sad shirt, shirt the frowny <laughs> shirt. And they're like, why are you so unhappy? I'm like, come on, boys. I, I'm, I'm, I'm here for the Tigers. I'm showing yellow and black pride. So Nick sat in the random pub. Yep. Got there. We checked in about 13 and a half people in there 13 yep. and a half I mean maybe in the extra half but Nick I'm yes. telling you we watched the footy good night and then we got to the football on the Saturday but it was a monster Saturday Nick well, was that? it wasn't just a normal Saturday when you go to the local footy you get the 19s you get the, the twos and the ones This yep. was, they called it Super Saturday Nick so tell you they didn't play footy all of last year so they had the 12s the 14s <laughs> the 16s the 18s the twos and the ones Nick so Nick I got there I've never seen so much carnage I was hungover as all shit so <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like alright we'll, we'll go to the footy got there got there at 1 o'clock thinking alright we'll about half of the tours will be done. Yeah. Fucking the under 16s were still no, on. I was like, what, what, is what is this nonsense? Nick, they had some great, great spread of food. Really nice club, I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you. Unbelievable facilities. And the standard of footy up there. Yeah. I was shocked. Good. Nick, they'd beat Pierce up by 10 goals. Yeah, I bet they would. They, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I think we've been um, thwarted down this way because a lot of our grounds aren't big. Because, yeah. like, obviously, being around a lot of houses and a lot of infrastructure, it's a lot harder to have big grounds. But yeah. up there, you got paddocks. <laughs> you got eternity. You got miles worth of space, Nick. So these grounds, Nick, these guys can actually use their skills and run. And when it wasn't pissing down with rain, oh, it absolutely right, yeah. wind red, like raven. Unbelievable. Oh, but I like the problem was, Nick, like at, at night time. So the singers didn't come on until six o'clock. Under lights. Yeah. Big event. Yeah. All the town with everyone in town came to this game, Nick. Oh, there no. was thousands, Nick. Thousands, thousands of people, thousands. Nick. Well, maybe not thousands, but there was a few people in there. I had a couple of tinnies. And um, yeah, I'm telling you, Nick, this is a it was a great day out. Really enjoyed it. But the home team lost. Ah, damn. The um the the, the visitors, camper down, local rivals, uh yeah. Collingwood Jersey didn't like that ah, at all, Nick like Brown. That. But the um the Tarang boys had the tiger colours. Not quite that the tiger sash it was blue and red, but ah, didn't mind it. But yeah, lost by nineteen points, but good day out, and I was absolutely Smash, and that's uh, Terang Football Club. Terang Mortlake Football Club merged in two thousand. The two did, and um, there you go. Yeah, unfortunately, Cobden's the the team to beat up there, Nick. <laughs> 
They've won the last six <laughs> flags, and they um yeah they well, we don't like Cobden. There's uh, all the local footy knowledge for this episode. Yeah, but, uh, there it is. Next, sorry, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, that was my weekend. That's awesome. That's yeah, really cool. It's good shout, fun. Out, shout out terrain. Doing so good shit. I don't know where to go next, but if you want to come, there you go. I like it. I sound well. If I can get out, I reckon I will. Malakuta, the old man reckons. So that yeah. got absolutely smashed in the fire. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I didn't do as much good things today, Nate. But I just watched WrestleMania. WrestleMania <laughs> was like two nights again. Extraordinary. WrestleMania, greatest sports entertainment show of the year. Um, I don't care about your Super Bowls. I don't care about uh, what's another thing that people care about. Coachella. I don't care. Fuck Coachella. (laughs) Wrestling is theatre. Wrestling is life. It's (laughs) it's proper life. It's theatre. It's all the things that we love, all the things that we hate. Now, you haven't what seen happened, it. You haven't seen Talk it. To I, me. I'm not going to give you any spoilers, of course, yes. and for anyone who hasn't out seen it yet. Out of 10. Oh, it's great. It's like an 8 out of 10. It's really, it was actually a really fun show. Uh, but the problem was, the start of the show, uh, they do let their big intro, and yes. Vince McMahon Pyro. at the fig, and he's going like, welcome every, welcome to the fans. There's about 25,000 people there. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they're like, and as soon as they do like you know the big welcome, they go, okay, and now we've got a rain delay because the, oh, the, the, the fucking <laughs> lightning. And I just started getting like Vietnam flashbacks to Unify, and I was I was like, oh no. All I was waiting for was architects to refuse to play under the ghost inside and force everyone to get the stage ready for him before that <sighs> night was done. Oh, did that happen? I can't remember. It did happen, Nick. Did you get a gazebo out just to sit oh, under the no, bed? That would have been great. No. I just Good walked, times. I literally just sat outside in the rain while they were getting rained <sighs> on. It was, it was a fucking figure of beauty. But uh, that got all. Everyone got up. It was a great show. Where's it at this year? Uh, Tampa Bay, Florida. Ooh. Super Bowl winners, Nick. Super Bowl winners. Couple, couple of um, the old Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey, Look, surely. I, I'm not saying I'm a, I'm a Tampa Bay, uh, what's, what's the fucking team called? Buccaneers. Buccaneers yeah. fan, but I'm <laughs> saying Tom Brady is the greatest sportsman of all time. You know who else played on that team, Nick? Who? A man that appeared at Mania last year. Gronk. The Gronk. The Gronk. Surely he makes an appearance. At, I'm not saying he did it today. <laughs> uh, if I don't see a Gronk, what's that paying on sports bet? Surely. Surely there's believe, a market. I can't believe the fucking, the thing, in any other context in Australia, if you got called a Gronk, Gronk is... <laughs> not a positive no, term. It's not. But he just wears that. Maybe it's an American thing. I obviously last name's Gronkowski, but like well, fuck me. The 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 savagery of him just taking the name Gronk and running with it is fantastic. Nick, the greatest tight end of all time he is. He's a, he's a big man. I don't know what that means. So tight end <laughs> Basically, a, a big motherfucker that blocks and also sometimes catches uh-huh. the ball. So Brady and him, the greatest like quarterback tight end combo of all time. Some but, um, say, yeah, big man, Nick. I'd oh, love, love to. See, who would you love to see him wrestle? Like if you could actually like Me. get back in the. Me. You, I beat the shit out of Franny Gronk. and Gronk. That'd Mate, be great. Bands I could beat are beat up. I don't think there's a band. Mm, is there a band? I, I, except, for Ronnie, except for Harm's Except for Harm's Ronnie Radke and JJP is because I couldn't beat him. No, I just, couldn't. It's too he's, beautiful. He's an Australian icon. Mm. I can't do any of that. No. But it's too much. One, two, three icons in Australia. Absolutely. Uh, Carrie Bickmore, JJ Peters, uh, Bloom. Bloom. I always say Bloom. Bloom three. <laughs> Bloom. Melodic hardcore band Bloom. Uh, either Bloom or Blue Double D Rubber Die. I'm telling you now, Nick. Yeah, that's that's go. where we're going with that one. But um, oh my god. Good Eiffel 65 reference uh, there, Nathan. Nick, what a shit song? name for it. They had another song. They had another song. Bullshit. What was it? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but Can they you had. Sing it for me. I'm trying to think of the other song. What it is? Nah, that's bullshit. Not happy with you, uh, Nathan. I got a couple of questions for you. As Give you. Three. As you try, I've probably got two sorry, for you. Two, piece yes, of shit. Yes, sorry, sorry. So this is what happens every time before the, the show starts. I'm like, hey, I'm going to ask you something. He's like, give me three. <laughs> Mike doesn't even say anything. He's like, give Maybe me three. Beers? I'm, like, yeah. oh, I'm waiting for beers, Nick. Like, yeah. Do you want to go get KFC? Give me three. Give me three <laughs> buckets of chicken. Yeah. Don't eat this stuff, but nah, yeah, give it to me, Nick. KFC, KFC sucks. Uh, Nathan, yes. I, I've been thinking through the week, and we were listening last week to an album on the way home from the footy after getting beaten. Oh, what the fuck? Losing like that's so it? weird. Yeah. Oh, man. Who, who, who would have thunk it? It's not like we lost round three and four last year. Fuck Whoa. off. Tigers uh, three-peat coming hopefully in. We blow coming to, in hot. Hopefully we blow out to 15 bucks again in the odds. And we, oh, mate. I hope we lose this week. Well, I reckon, I who are we playing? Saints. Oh, Thursday night Saints game. It could be good. Yeah. Thursday night, is it? Yeah, Thursday night. We're on. We are on. Is that our home game? Nah, it says. It's uh, fucking fuck Marvel Stadium. Fuck them. Uh, but we're on the way home from the Swans game, we're you know, just kind of getting ready to win our three-peat. Tennis. And uh, we're listening to an album. And it kind of got me thinking of... Albums that we love or you love that are most li- mostly panned by the yes. wider community, yep. whether that's critically, whether that's commercially, maybe that's a fan base. Look, if you say fucking a day to remember, you're welcome. You win a prize, right? This this is perfect for that category. An album that everybody free hates that you love, right? Yeah, free mosh guards <laughs> for them because like, you're gonna put it in. I'm gonna punch you straight in the face. So yeah, it's just protection. It's my liability oh, to wow. you. Um, but the album we were listening to was Buried in Verona, Faceless. Unbelievable. I- 
I love this album. Bangers. I've always loved this album. When this album came out, I was so huge on it. And then during the week, I just started looking at random reviews for this album. Kill Your Stereo. Like it? Kill Your Stereo gave it a 10. 10? Not out of 10. Out of 100. That's not good. Nathan. Do you it was ahead of its time? I don't. Look, you read that review, it wasn't ahead of anything. It was, it was, the, the big problems they were saying was it was very generic. And I'm like, I get it. Like, I get it's not the most yeah. innovative sound no, in the world. But, but it's fucking I thought it was great. I such think, a great album. I think if that came out now, we'd get it such a better reaction. Because back then, if yeah. fucking Marcus Bridge sung for Buried in Verona, oh, they'd, be they'd be huge. They'd still be a band. Oh, let's be for honest. Sure. I'm trying to get the singer on, actually. But apparently, they, they split on uneven terms. Oh, bad terms. Oh, yeah, that's sad. I'm trying to get him on. I reckon he'd be, be a fun chat. Yeah, be and I could be like, I just asked, be like, do you, did you hate Faceless? Because when they started playing live after that, like they their following album, yeah. they didn't really play anything off Faceless. No, so I don't, think, I don't think the band liked it either. Do you reckon that's because every band was doing that sound back then, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is just same, same." I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because we both love that. I album. love that album. I was listening to Cleans, it. Nick. Oh, the Cleans are fantastic. But like for you, Nathan, we'll kind of go yep. back and forth for yep. a little bit. Why not? Um, what is an album that you love that is universally hated? And this is a question for everybody. I think this is a good one. Well, we brought it up before the show. A7X, A7X, Nick. The self-titled. Yes. So one of the bands now, they became, well, they thought they were metal icons back when they released Hail to the King. I don't know if they've run so with it. So did we. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, Nick. Greatest band of all time. But, um, oh, I'll sit us to Frowny. for like sit to Frowny. You were going to get it <laughs> on the back I was the shoulder blades. I, I had about 17 Death Bat tattoos ready to go <laughs> and a Zacky Vengeance tattoo on the back of my soccer Mate. tattoo like he's got. It was great. I was oh, ready for it. Fantastic. What a weird album, but like, because it- Oh, it was all over the shop when it, you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's one of those albums. It's great. I like it. Yeah, like, it's entertaining. Again, it's very of its time, right? And I, obviously, we were quite young when that album came out, so yeah. we are much more impressionable. We obviously liked it. Critical claim I still think it's a fucking banger I think it's their best song Nick. but it's one of those albums that even during their era where Nightmare got a lot of you know mixed to positive reviews this yep. got a lot of mixed to negative reviews mm. I don't know if the fan base liked it at all but man like it, it made them move forward they got bigger off this album well dear god you look at the YouTube on the views on that song itself and that's not a great song but that got that's got millions of millions you got a little piece of heaven one of the most like probably talked about videos in the scenes yeah. like early scene history I'm telling you right and then you got Brompton Cocktail the greatest name of the song of all Nick what's a Brompton Cocktail <laughs> is it a wrestling move you said you were going to ask me this and I, I couldn't think of anything to fucking make up um, <laughs> Jeff Hardy move surely yeah, he's <laughs> good god almighty he's hit him with the Brompton <laughs> Cocktail it does sound like a wrestling move let's, let, let's bring it to I fucking think, Bourbon Street I think Braun Strowman hit Shane McMahon with a Brompton Cocktail today Nathan you'll work it out when you listen to the show when you watch the show later <laughs> on <laughs> you bitch what you think about it People running out of moves, the Brompton Cocktails, right? That's yeah. open for anyone who wants it, the Brompton Cocktail. Gunslinger, decent song. Yep. Afterlife, I played that song way too many times to like, like it now. I played it in fucking year 11 for Almost like, my, easy, my piece. unbelievable. Almost easy, crazy song. As we said, critical acclaim. And Scream's a great song. Yeah. So it's got a lot of really good songs, but as you say, that kind of... Split people down the middle because um, Backcountry was the album before. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, City of Evil. Yeah, sorry, City of, City Evil, of Evil, Evil, which was so metal. Like, yeah, the metal community really liked that album. Absolutely loved it. And mm. this kind of went hard rock, went slow, went metal in parts, and it was a little bit all over the shop. But it was kind of. Like, it. it was kind of like the demo version of Five Finger Death Punch. This album. Oh no, it really was. But like yeah. a lot of those kind of chugging riffs. And yeah, like, it's like it's good for its time. Don't tell me not listen to any Five Finger Death Punch songs. Oh but, no, uh, Nathan. One quick one. Yeah, Amua, Eternal Enemies. I Ooh. fucking. Love this album. Yes. Uh, Bring a gun to school is the opening track, um, but it's it, it got changed to Untitled was the name. Untitled. It got changed to I. This something about a Muir that I love everything a Muir do, yep. and I haven't even heard every Muir song, but I just know I'm gonna like it. Yep. Uh, Frankie's one of the most underrated vocalists in the scene. I love him. I love his fry screams, whatever they're fucking called. I, I call them Future Armor screams. <laughs> Future <laughs> <Yes>. Armor screams. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Bender and Leela screams. Every every scream's named after a Future Armor That's character. In, in my oh. eyes, at least, I don't give a fuck about anyone else. Uh, but what another one Nathan one that I was ahead of my time for I oh, swear no. to fuck I love this album I defended yes. this album to the day I die when Kanye West Nathan released Yeezus oh my god everyone talked about how bad talk, this album talk was talk shit about it yeah I fucking hated it and I said no my name's Nick Brown for any Brown for any Brown Town. I said this eight years ago, nine years ago, 2012, 13, whenever it came out. And I said, Black Skinhead is the greatest song in existence. Can't say I'm wrong. Well, really. Nick, how many times have we heard that since? That, that album. It still gets me going. It, it's one of those albums that now five years, just like 808s and Heartbreaks, which is another one of his albums, that five years later, everyone started to get. And everyone's mm. like, whoa, this is really fucking good. Everyone sure. didn't like it when it came out. Five years later, everyone's going, Jesus is a classic. And it's fucking incredible. Nathan, what do you got, buddy? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Mice of Men. So back in the early days, was restoring was it restoring force? Yes, yeah. So restoring force 2014, 
Back when we were probably not peak scene era, so we were, we were 21 around yeah, that time. Around that so time, yeah. we were going to shows more often. We were seeing more bands. They were one of the bands that like were actually hot at the time. They We thought they were going to be with Bring Me The Horizon going forward, like that kind of neck and neck American big band, English big band. They're going to be the, the, the two going forward. But this album, I don't know if it divided people. I don't know what it did, but there's a few really good songs. But it felt like with... Aaron replacing Shaylee. Yes. I don't know if that not hurt even, the band. Not even the maybe? Austin leaving. It was that because people forget that well, Shaylee was the original clean singer. And I think Shaylee brought an element to them being different to metalcore bands because he had a different kind of style of voice. Yeah. And the way that he actually played and wrote music, I think actually was better. Yeah. Fit for what they were doing. But obviously that didn't work. But look at the songs there. Public service announcement. Unbelievable. That's such a banger, dude. Such a banger. song, Nick. Feels like forever. Okay, it's it's a like it's a typical scene song. Yep. You could play that a bang. It's a good fun song. Bones exposed, Nick. I don't know where this sits in your catalogue of what? a nice men song. Let's be a top five for you. Top three. Like, look, the top ten is oh. uh, everything off the flood. Yeah, but <laughs> this is definitely a top thirty. Okay, <laughs> no, Bones exposed rules. It Always does. has amazing chorus, and it's. Fast as fuck. I love it. It is. Um, you got Break Free. You Make Me Sick. Identity Disorder. You're Not Alone a little bit, like, sceny, cringy. Would You Still Be Here is a little bit the same. We'll be there. But, like, I'm telling you, throughout this album, there's a little couple of hidden gems there that are really good for us that we like. But, yeah, for whatever reason, people didn't gravitate towards that. Because the next release after that... Cold World. Cold World was a disaster yeah, for them. That absolutely, absolutely cooked the up. band. Well, Austin was done, obviously, with his health and... That really hurt their momentum. And like I've said to you, like they've released now two albums with Aaron fronting. I think it's... And they got an EP that came out at the start of this year. Yeah. It's kind of like the momentum was there. It's gone now. And like, do people care? They remind me of Hacktivist in the sense where the quality of music they're putting out now is still really good. Yeah. But it's just, does anyone give a shit anymore? Well, and it's, it's the like scene, they, yeah. it's the seeds kind of passed them at this point. But they will continue to play every hard rock festival. I've never seen a hard rock festival poster without a Mice and Men's name on it. <laughs> it's like, I, I challenge anybody to prove me wrong. If you see Trapped, Five Finger Death Punch, or Stained on a poster, stained. guarantee Mice and Men is somewhere wedged in between those names. Oh, and they God. all fucking suck. Uh, my last one, Nathan. Yes. Um, this is a dirty, this is a dirty guilty pleasure, but I love it. Guilty. Look, one of my favorite new metal bands is Corn, and at one point, Corn did an album uh, that was essentially a dubstep album called yes. Path of Totality. Twenty eleven. Yep, absolutely. Yes. Uh, did stuff with Skrillex and Boys Noise and all these kind of great collaborators. And at the time, everyone hated it. And in twenty twenty one, everyone still hates it. <laughs> <laughs> They're still off it there. Yeah, it didn't really gain any fandom. But I love this song. I think Narcissistic Cannibal is one of his and one of Korn's best songs. Best. Genuinely think it's so, so fucking good. And I love old Korn, but realistically, and Korn's new stuff's not bad, but I just don't care about new Korn. I'd rather them try and do something fucking weird like they did here. This is a really fun album, Nathan. And sometimes in music, I just want to have fun. And Skrillex going wob, 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 wob during fucking 40 minutes straight sounds great to me. Does Dick? And I'm telling you, I got another, I got one last yes. one for you. I got Bullet for My Valentine Fever. Oh, okay. Do when people ca- not like this? Well, when this came out, like they'd obviously released Scream Aim Fire and The Poison as the first two albums, both massive metalcore al- albums for the time. Like, I remember we were at high school. I think it was 2010, so we were about year 11 when that came out. We had a couple of mates. We joined a band in eventually down the track that loved Bullet. And this album, when I was in year 11, year legal studies, I remember it was Shawnee, yep. our guitarist. We listened to this a lot. Whether it was just because it was that time, I really liked it. But you look at that album and a lot of people, the Momentum, Bullet were one of the biggest bands. Yeah, absolutely. In 2010, probably 2005 to 2010 was their peak period, I think. Yeah. And it kind of waned from there. And I think Fever was that album that people are like, ooh, because it was the Temper Temper album came yeah. out after that. that. Was that and that one cooked them. That fucked them. Because yeah. they tried to go back like with different things, like doing radio sounds, like the record company thought, this, these guys are money, yeah. but that's not their style. And, and, then, and yeah. Then, yeah, and then they came out and blamed the record company. They and then, did. And then they wrote another them. album and it kind of sucked as well. Did, so yeah. it's like, look, it doesn't matter if you have a record company or don't have one, mate, wow. you still suck. Um, <laughs> my second question, you asked me to ask three, I'm only going to ask you yes. two. Um, I've been listening to a lot of two artists, Mac Miller and Let Live this week. Oh, um, Let Live, goddamn, fuck that. They were so good. I'd, I'd kill to see Let Live they come back? again. I don't think so. I don't think they will. I don't think Jason needs to. You're into um, Jason. Like, he'd just be like, we don't want to ruin the legacy I we had know. there. Or? Yeah, look, I don't... Look, part of me thinks that... I Imagine being in a band with Jason Butler when he's just destroying everyone's equipment during yeah. the show. It'd be fucking hard work. It'd be, It'd be hard, hard on your mental health. You're just looking around. You're like, oh, I've got a new Schecter guitar. Jason's like, ah, let me see that Schecter. Smashes it on the crack. And then puts, shoves the mic in his mouth. and goes, <laughs> for fucking 20 minutes straight. Like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. That's going to affect people. It's hard on people, Nick. 
but um, so anyway, I've been listening to a lot of Let Live and yep. a lot of Matt Miller, and those are two artists, one band, one artist that I saw basically before I knew them very mm. well. Yep. Um, Let Live, I saw open for uh, Deftones in 2012, 2013. It Ooh. was about a month or two before The Black's Beautiful came yes. out. Saw them, and I was like, whoa, this is amazing. I look back at that set, I'm like, man, I wish I knew them all during the songs, that because yeah. it's like the set list was all fake history. Fake history and songs. Banshee was the oh, only fuck. other song. So it's an incredible set. Peak era. Uh, and the other one was Mac Miller, I mm. saw at Coachella 2017. Mm. Uh, and I saw him and enjoyed him. It was good fun. But you know, you, when you don't know someone's songs, you can only have so much enjoyment. You can't get into the vibe yeah. fully. You're, just, it, you're more watching the show. Is than there anything, anyone, yeah. any band, any artist that <sighs> you have seen? And then because of that, or maybe even later on down the line, because Mac Miller took me four years to really, three more years to really get into him post his death, unfortunately. Yeah. What about you? Is there anyone that you saw back then that you love now? Two big day out, 09. First, yeah. first big kind of... Anything that I really went to musically, I reckon that was the, the the precedent. So I rocked up first band of the day, Carnival. Yes, knew nothing about Carnival. My, <laughs> who are these clowns? Literally, come on, Nick puns. There, that's funny. Oh, no, but I'm telling bad, you, you don't, don't give it to me. I'm telling <laughs> you, now, I watch this set and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Being a drummer, like I'm just like, what the fuck is this style? I'm like, what what is going? Sound Awake 2009 was the year that that came out, so they had that big backdrop, and I'm like, this is massive. What's yeah. going on here? Love the set. Love the band ever since. And I'm like, if I went into that set knowing a little bit more, not that it would be a great crowd to jump around and mosh to, but just appreciating what was going on a little bit more. And also, yes. I knew Rise Against going into that day, but yeah. I'd never seen any videos really live. I'd, I'd, yeah, seen the, I'd, seen the, I'd seen the music videos. I'd seen, I'd listened to the song. Saviour was my song at the time, 2009. And YouTube was kind of still in its early infancy as exactly. well. Exactly. Like everybody didn't have it and was, wasn't looking at it like they do now. We weren't looking at live sets like we do now. Like if you like a band now, you can just Google or YouTube the, the sets from everywhere. So you can like fucking learn what they do live and see what they do live and it kind of ruins the live shows. If you're going that way, but if you haven't seen a band and you don't know anything about them and like you know their songs... But you don't, like, you walk into fucking, I think it was, the first song of the day was Collapse, Collapse Post-America. Yes. So they came out into the crowd and, like, I'd never seen pits. I'd never done shit. Like, I'd never been in a crowd like that. Yeah. There was this fucking, like, a circle bit started. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy running into me for? Yeah. So I was taking people out. I was pushing people. Another person that we're with got carried out of the mosh because they couldn't understand it. Mosh pit coordinated mosh since, pit co- since day one. Since day one, Nick. <laughs> I'm telling you. But after that, like, honestly, I still haven't had that feeling at a show since that show because yeah. the Energy they played with that day, like every set after that, yeah. they've seen them. It's not the same. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds have you <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Return uh-huh. of the King. Yeah, so, so, yeah, I've watched them all recently. Again. Good movie. Uh, they go. It's, it's the final battle. They're circled around by all these orcs, right? Yeah. And uh, Aragon looks at him and goes for Frodo. For Fro- and he for starts, Frodo. And, he, and everyone's like, for Frodo. And he, he's, he starts running. And then, you know, um, the fucking two little elves, I can't remember their fucking names. Sammy, no, not Sammy. Oh, the um, little, yeah, the little, um, the, the toque, the little shit, the, the, little, the little annoying one. Yeah, no, no, the, the little, the yeah. annoying elves. Little and they're the next ones. We're those elves at that That's point. That's us. Because we're just, we don't know what's going on. We and we're so, ah! we're so out of our element. Yep. But we just run in and yep. hope for the fucking best. We did. We didn't know what was going did on. Did we see Muse that day as well? Yes. To, what was, a was fucking... day out 2010, that what was. If, or was it okay? Well, I remember that first one, whatever it was. I don't know. Was Kanye uh, either of those? 2012, he was at. Uh, uh, 2011 or 2012. You Lily, went to the next one, which was. Um, Lily Allen was there. Yep, 2010. Yeah. Oh, God, she had some good songs. Yeah, what she happened did. to her? I don't know. I don't know what happened to her. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my next one, Nathan, yes. is Northlane. Northlane. Um, I saw Northlane on the Atlas tour with Parkway. Oh, no. Had no clue who the fuck the band were. Discoveries was out. Uh, Singularity wasn't out, oh. but they had a song out, um, which is probably my favorite. Northlane song eater? was World Eater Fucking and hell. they opened with World Eater oh. uh, they came oh. out and I'm like again kind of like you of Carnival I'm like yeah. listening to the um, Nick Pedersen or Peterson on yeah, the drums Pet- Pedersen, yeah. uh, just we'll go go, going off and mm. I'm like holy fucking shit when it gets to that bounce you know when that riff comes in yeah, yeah. that is mental absolutely mental and I was sold ever since then because mm. I was still at that age as like us, are you at Rise Against where you're like if any if people are moshing you just jump in you don't know it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> no. like we're the best kind of people at that yep. point now fuck me you'd have to pay me to get an all mosh pit I'm too scared of that shit I'm, I'm, too, I'm too many injuries deep Nathan but it's um funny you say that what's that? I was actually listening to Living End I've been doing their discog yes. during the week and I'm thinking like if they did a tour this year I'd love to go 
just for the pure mosh yeah. pit that they put on. Dude, the Aussie mosh pits at Living They're End shows unfucking real. Yes. Oh, I love it so much, man. But that's a quick, yeah, I think these are questions for everyone, really. Like those oh, are yeah. evil one, like it's nothing. It's funny to look back and like even bands that you see maybe past their prime. Mm. You know, I, lo- I would have loved to see Marilyn Manson in the nineties. Oh, fuck. But now I can't see him in anywhere. anywhere. He's and he's cancelled as well. So fuck him. <laughs> uh, but like when I was a fan, like yes. seeing him in like twenty twelve and like Pete, you know, that would have been so good. And then he came to Soundwave was the worst actor ever. <laughs> like it was horrible. Well, that was a bit like when we saw Limp Biscuit at the download. Yes. Like for me, that was my first Limp Biscuit experience. Oh. So like. Great. Did you get your groove on? Got my groove on. I love the set, <laughs> but like probably seeing them early 2000s at a big day out. Like I know the shit went down there, but I'm just saying that's, that would have been Jesus a- Christ. No, well, I'm, I know. Like I'm obviously not meaning to bring that up, but I'm talking that was their peak era and that yeah, fucked them. I'm talking back late 90s, early 2000s. If you got to see them at a live show, that would have been an experience. Same with Pantera in the 90s. Like we got mates that, that played cricket with us that talked about them being the best band they ever saw live. Just, yeah. If you didn't come out blood on your face, you're doing it wrong. I was like, holy fuck, yeah, that's pretty brutal. That Jesus Christ. Wild. But yes, North Lane at fucking Soundwave, 2011, 2012, 2013. 2013. Yeah, 2013. I didn't know a shit ton about them then. And I saw them and I was like, wow, wait, what is this? This is Bencore. Yeah. I called it Bencore back then. <laughs> I don't know the last did. Airbenders, I don't know Nick. if you did. <laughs> I didn't. I was actually, uh, that was so young. I remember them like being there. I'm like, these guys are like 13, 14. Surely they're not a fucking proper band and from there obviously they're one of the biggest bands in the scene now well Nathan as I'm tuning my guitar don't hero do guitar, this <laughs> I need to, uh, don't we need do, to, to do another round of guess that guitar hero riff now Nathan you haven't really gone too well here and um, I've had a few people say that this is near fucking impossible for anyone who's listening so I'm going to put the mic right down it's easy it's easy especially what I'm doing <laughs> of course I think it's easy I'm the one playing the fucking song okay I'm going to play it to you now it's nice and easy, Nathan. Just think simple. As we put that down. Okay. Any guesses yet? Think about it. Think about it long and hard. Would you like to put money or would you like to put cash on the line for this? Absolutely not. Okay, that's all right. I'll, I'll say is there, this is, is there this an, is another an, part to this, this we're, we're going we're, we're to play? Or? This is an acoustic song and I'll oh, play it again. It's an acoustic song. Absolutely I don't we're, know not going, I, we're not going the Unforgiven. We're not going fucking nothing else matters. Neither of those two classics. It's got to be. It's, one, it's not a Metallica song. Oh, so we're not. I thought we we're playing Metallica nah, history. Hey, Nathan, 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 come on. We're past no, that we're point. We're not. We're past that point. Oh, shit. Okay, so we're going to. Do you okay. want me to play one more time? All right, one more time. I've got people listening. Okay, yeah. like, I fucking hate this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. I've got no genre. Okay. Oh, this is Hurt by Johnny Cash. Yes, yes, he fucking got <laughs> it. He fucking <laughs> Over the moon! <laughs> I threw the guitar. Oh, the guitar's gone down. It's broken. Holy shit! I threw the guitar. Well, I cannot it. believe you got. Yes, yes. As soon as you, as soon as you changed and said it wasn't Metallica, <laughs> I thought, I thought of emotional acoustic songs, and I started crying when you played that first part. And I thought, what makes me cry? What's the only song in the world that makes me cry? That's Johnny, Johnny Cash, Cash hurt. Yes. Thank God, I feel so good about myself. That's now. the fucking best. That's I awesome. cannot believe we got that. This is a bad show. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about Tarang Mortlake, Parting oh. of the Seas of the Skies. We're talking fucking Johnny Cash Hurt. Oh. Ben Court. Nick, I'm this ca- is loose. Let's call someone. <laughs> oh, put, Jesus. Let's call someone, Nathan. I'm calling someone. I'll go to my phone. Boy. Oh, shit. Um, who's your favorite member from the gloom in the corner? Oh, it's definitely not Mikey. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I do like all of them, but well, Matt's a good bloke. Nick's a good drummer. Yep. But Mr. Thick featured and actually did the proper thing, even though like he was out of time. So I've got Mr. Thick. Yep. I like Mr. Right, Thick. We'll call it. Fuck it. Let's call Paul. Let's see what we got. Oh, no. Oi, what do you want, dog? You made me pause Shrek 2 for this. <laughs> That's why you watch the Shrek movies, you bastard. You were talking to him. Mr. Paul, Mr. Thick, how you doing, buddy? 
Yeah, not too bad, brother. How are you? Who oh. else is there? Is it Nathan? Yeah, Nathan. You can you hear Nathan? Hi, Mister. Yeah. Pitt. Oh, yeah. In in the background. Hello, Mister Nathan. Hey, girl, mate. Brother. Did you watch Keep Mania smooth today? smooth or what? Yeah, oh, mate. I'm silky smooth. You know that cream cheese stone. I'm telling you, Paul. <laughs> did you watch WrestleMania today? Uh, absolutely not. I was at work. Oh, you poor bastard. I'm, oh, I'm going to go there. <laughs> Sorry about that. What, what happened there? So why are you working Sundays? <laughs> um, yeah, we, we, were just, uh, we were just asked to come in for uh, top secret confidential stuff. So it's not gloom in the corner style work. We, well, this is proper work, like money work. This is scary. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is aircraft maintenance work. Oh, you are. A I, hero. I did a bit of gloom stuff when I got home. I tried to keep it productive, you know. How's all that going? Yeah, slowly. We just want to sort of take our time and um, yeah, have a good product. How many tracks are you doing? Done? We're doing it all ourselves. So yeah, you are. You said that. Yeah. I've heard that around the um the traps. But how many songs in are you? Um. Well, I'm tracking bass at home, and Mikey's doing all the other stuff at his home. So Jesus. we don't have we don't have any songs fully complete yet. But yeah, we're we're chipping through it. I like it. Battle harder, Nick. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Uh, Paul, you're watching Shrek Two right now. How does it compare to Shrek One? Because I've made a big call to Shrek Two. Okay, Shrek Two is well, better. All right, look. Firstly, your podcast isn't long enough for this discussion. <laughs> As we say um, that half but, an hour in, this could go forever. What what I will say about the topic is Shrek 2 is definitely a, a fitting sequel to Shrek 1. That's, mm. that's all you really want in movies, isn't like, it? It's, Fantastic quote. It's, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, sequels are always a little shaky sometimes. You know, you go into the cinema and you go, oh, is it going to live up to expectations? And, you know, let's be honest, nine times out of ten it doesn't. But Shrek is the uh, one time out of ten where it fucking mm. does. It hits so hard. Just <laughs> just, just like the uh, the new Gloom album, right? The, oh, second, the second one won't be bastard. as good as the first. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sucked in, yeah, motherfucker. Look, hey, put Paul. It, put, it, put it this way. We don't write new music. We just rewrite our old music. <laughs> yeah. Fair um, call. We just say it's a part of the story. It's just like the movies, really. Yeah, dead set. It's <laughs> sick. Now, I've got a serious question for you. How old were you? Where were you? And when did you watch the first Shrek? Like, where were you? How old were you? I would have been fuck. When was the first Shrek? Was it I reckon 01? early? Yeah, early, early two thousands. Because the first time I watched it was on VHS when my mum brought it home from a Safeway, and I actually I'm like, why are you bringing yeah. me this shit? And then I watched it and I was obsessed. <laughs> no, that's fair enough, and you've been obsessed ever since. Yes. So I think I think it was I think it was O one or O two, but I'm leaning towards O one. But I would have been six years old. Jeez. So, um legit i've been watching shrek ever since i can remember and it's only gotten better that's the soundtrack so good i got the soundtrack the first one. Oh god damn one of the best the movie soundtrack soundtracks is incredible oh, amazing absolutely incredible like the the shrek version of i believe at the end of the first oh. one with with eddie murphy's verse absolutely, oh, absolutely fucking wrecked that is insane oh man <laughs> That just makes you think of coming to America. Paul, I still haven't watched it. Just one more before we get uh, let you go, Paul. Yes. Um, a few weeks ago, you did uh, guest vocals for a band called Static Revenue. And I just wanted to ask, where does that li- uh, kind of rank in your list of accomplishments? Yeah, um, it's 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 definitely up there. It's probably in my <laughs> it's probably in my top three. Um, <laughs> on stage moments in history. Yeah, k- keep an eye out. I'll be um, going on Featured X soon as a metalcore oh, vocalist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll be yes, I'll be available for um paid vocal features. I think I'm gonna charge myself out at the modest price of probably about fifteen hundred bucks initially, and um we'll see how we go from there. Oh, yeah. that's that's fifteen hundred, so one thousand five hundred American dollars as well. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's a fair price. Um, but yeah, as for achievements, I reckon it's in my top three. Yeah, Jeez. um. I can't think of any other achievements that I've done in my whole life, but I guess that automatically puts you guys at one. So congratulations. I feel pretty good now, Nick. I feel, I feel very good about mm. myself. Um, Paul, I, it's a pleasure calling you You're at this, uh, this given hour of 7.04 p.m. on a Sunday night. Um, yeah. Go get some Bambinos when you get a chance. And oh, Are you going on yep. any, sh- any shows soon, Paul? Can we meet you somewhere? Probably. I can't even remember. I'm so bad with... 
um, tickets and shit. Like I'll buy them and then I'll get the notification on Facebook or something that says, oh, an event you're going to is on in two days. And I'm like, oh, sick. Well, I, was, um, I was kind of giving you like more of a reason to plug your own show. But yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Dickhead. I don't know. I don't want to go to that one. <laughs> Wait, are He's you, obliged. Are you playing Witch Hunt? Because I'm, moral, I'm morally obliged to do guesses on that now. Um, yeah, I've heard rumors or, I don't know if I can really say too much, but kind mm. of yes, kind of no. Perfect. Oh, perfect. So Franny's on stage. Yeah. All the people. Yeah, yeah. Be happy. But uh, yeah, 20, 28th of uh, May, Friday night, we're going to um, tear it yeah, apart. We're going to hit Stay Gold. So it was funny because I uh, started practicing our set songs and I realized I haven't played any of those songs in 10 months. <laughs> so that's fucking cool. So um, I'm either going to play really shit or really, really well because the bass will be sampled. Yeah, so, we'll just be backing bass anyway, isn't it? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> it's amazing. Because I, I, I hear in my in-ears what I'm playing, and it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Paul. Thank you for, uh, thank you for yeah, answering love my you call. Too. <laughs> any any closing, love- closing remarks? Oh, just Nathan is so much better than you, dog. <laughs> I, know, oh, no. I know, but every time you do it, you say it, it hurts my ego. Yeah, good. Oh, also, Nathan, I'm sorry for not looking you at you when I did the guesty. <laughs> oh, you I broke up there. I I listened to the podcast um, talking mm. about that, and I didn't realize that I legit missed a whole bar because I was too busy doing pit calls and yelling at the crowd. <laughs> yeah, so I felt good. it's all right. I had you back. It was I, so good. I kept it together like I yeah, told you pre-show. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, boys. It's all right, mate. We we got there at the end. It was beautiful. Um, Oh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Check out uh, our um, our bloody show on the twenty eighth of May. <laughs> Gloom and, in the um, corner, fantastic. Yeah, I buy tickets now because they're they're selling. So if you don't want to miss out, do Hotcakes. it. Also, I'm going to Justice for the Dam the next night, so I'll see you in the pit. Ah, perfect. Even better. I mate, you you're what probably obliged. To, you're probably going to obligedly do guesties at that show as well. I hope not. <laughs> Fall back. See, the, the thing about guesses is it sucks when the vocalist is better than you. And yeah. Bobak is an absolute king. monster. So, How fucking dare you? <laughs> so, so doing guesses for you guys was kind of like, I'll give the crowd a treat. I'll give them a bit of a, <laughs> give them a, bit of a break. For fucking a bitch. Oh, that's classic. Uh, well, oh, fuck you. I'm pissed off because you made me pause Shrek 2. Get fucked. Yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> okay, go back to Shrek 2 and I want to I want to review on Shrek, Shrek 3 and the fourth the final Shrek as well uh during the week. Yeah, right, done. All right, see you mate. Take care. All right. Peace out, boys. I like him. He's good fun. He's a good fella. Like he, I I'd punch I punch him every time I see him and I I think he's a little bit of a bitch, but like black-eyed. good dude. He's a black-eyed warrior. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Where's it, it with pride? Pump it louder. <laughs> what a song! It's a great Black Eyed Peas song. Crap song at the grand final, though. Yeah, not a good song at the grand final. Uh, Nathan, yes. Let's go to uh, pot shots. Nathan, quick oh, questions, okay. and quick answers. Uh, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? I'll go first, Nick. Absolutely, yeah. Nick. Crossfaith released too much music. Yay or nay? Um, <laughs> it's weird because like you've been going on like this EP thing for a while, mm. and it always depends on how big you are. I just don't really care for Crossfaith anymore. Another EP that I've been listening to throughout the um, the week was the Zion EP. And I was just wondering, I'm like, is it as good as I remember? It fucking has Monolith, Jaegerbomb, and Leviathan on it. It has Quasar as well. It's And Photosphere. It's an incredible EP. It's one of my favorite EPs ever. It's so fucking good. And Amazing. I don't think they've, been, they've ever been as good as that. Nathan, Nicholas Cage Fighter is the best name in the, in the Australian scene. Yay or nay? Oh, yay, Nick. I've been on this for fucking so long. Nicholas Cage... Honestly, one of the greatest actors of all time, let's say. Yes, so, absolutely. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, obviously, they're stuck in the household. Have to watch Nicolas Cage movies purely. So, yes. I'm jealous. Cage fighting in general. Yeah. Scary. So, scary. tough name, funny yeah. name, humorous, heavy, heavy band. Yeah. Fits perfectly. I love it. I'm all about it. Absolutely. Seriously, though. <laughs> and the show they would have put on the other night looked good from the video. Yeah, I should have gone. Did you go Friday night to the Weybridge show? I had a ticket. I just didn't go. Yeah, I, I got. I just got I cold. You, I got cold feet. I also um, when I say I got cold feet, I literally it was fucking You're freezing. freezing. Yeah. No, no, but it was also like I don't know. I just wasn't feeling up to it. And it was yeah. same with Saturday. Someone was like, "Come to the show," and I was like, "I should," but it's just an hour away. I just like I don't know. I was feeling down. The, the, web, the weather. The weather was just so miserable. It yeah. just made me feel miserable. You know how it is. Mate, I was basically in the snow up at terrain. <laughs> yeah, fucking absolutely. Where I was. Nick Brown. Thornhill ceiling is higher than Ocean Grows. Yeah or nay? Um. 
Yay. Yeah. I don't like to say it because I love Ocean Grove and I think Ocean Grove have, you know, I love, I really like Flip Phone Fantasy. Um, Rhapsody Tapes is pretty good. Upon another listen, I feel like the more I listen to Rhapsody Tapes, I enjoy it more. Uh, maybe it's just the time period that I didn't like it. Uh, but I don't know, man. I just don't know where the, where Ocean Grove are going. I mm. feel like they're peaking or they're not peaking now, but I just don't see them getting much bigger than what they already are. And uh, I can see Thornhill, yeah, Thornhill or Thornhill right now. So they'll kill it wherever they go. Uh, Nathan, well, yeah, Nicholas Cage Fighter is the best name. Is while she sleeps the worst name in the scene? Yeah, your name. When, How uh, creepy is this fucking name? When you really think about it, this is like this is like corn. This is glue. Someone in the corner, Paul in the corner, kind of stuff. Like you know, you go into, you go into bed and you see someone in the corner there watching you, quote unquote, while she sleeps. Oh, dude. It's creepy as fuck. I don't like it. Well, when I first heard the name, I'm pretty sure they played in Frankston at the Pally Bar. So I'm like, this is. Just some local cringy emo band <laughs> yeah. and I'm like this is the, the worst thing of all time goes to Christmas of the following year I buy this is the six mm-hmm. and Bottom everything the, the, I changed the history of me with that band and my version of thinking that the names suck because Nick I love that band they're my favourite band in the scene when they're one of them but does that automatically prove and make that their name is good or does it not I'm probably going to say not because the first impression is mm. the impression that lasts forever Nick. there are so. some really bad names um, Chunk no, Chuck, no Captain Chunk no Captain Chunk is oh God. fucking disgusting we yeah. butter the bread with butter oh my god it's fucking horrible Oakley Doakley Oakley oh, that's a great name that's, that's name. kind of like Nicholas Cage fire like, that, that has a bit of like well like Polaris shit name like, oh, Polaris just, like, I, was just gonna, I was thinking of any Australian band I could just chuck it there <laughs> I was going to say Alf Wolf but I'm like nah that's kind of tough I that is like a mean name, name. Yeah. And for the style, it actually suits them. Yeah, it does. Them. It fucking mm. does, Nathan. How dare you? Parkway Drive. They could have been a fucking acoustic folk band. That sort of sounded good. <laughs> yeah, it's true. just a cracking name. Nick Brown, last one for you from me. Singles are more important than albums moving forward, yeah or no? Ah, it depends who you are. It depends what, how big you are. And that's, I think that's the main thing. If you're a... I was, you know what I was thinking of this the other, like literally a few hours ago? And I was like going like, yeah, how... There's nothing worse than someone releasing a single and that being their first single and it's the best song on their album. Yeah. Because like you go like, hell yeah, and everything feels like it's downhill from there. But I I would not tell Alpha Wolf not to release Akudama first. 100%. That'd be fucking stupid. Yeah. That you have to release that song first. And that song has overtaken during the week sub zero um in views. It's like seven hundred and sixty thousand or something. Like song for it'll yeah. go it'll go to a million by year's end. I don't know how fucking quick it's going up, but it'll, it, by a year's end it'll be a million. Reckon they'll top that? That song? Do you reckon in the, like... In, I reckon fu- in could... future releases, or... Oh, that is such a good song. It is. When we heard that live, I'm like, Ooh. It's just, it depends how big they get, man. Like, yeah, it, they're, right now, they're in a holding pattern, unfortunately, yeah. because of, you know, not being able to tour, COVID which stuff. fucking ruins it. And like, they're a hardworking band. They, they'd want to be out on the road 24-7, just about. What show are you going to? Was it the I'm going to the Frankston show, but yeah. um, problem is, I'm actually going up to Wodonga that week. Oh, and no. I've worked out, so I can't go, which is kind of spewing. So I'll give that ticket away if I have to. If I don't, I'll just, yeah, just don't go, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, I'll work something out. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a weird one. Like, singles are important. I think for the bigger bands, yeah. you know, just release what you can. You got to build, some bands just need to build hype. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a tough one. It is, it's very case by case. Nathan, Rage Against Machine will never come to Australia on their re- reunion tour, yay or nay. So they just released. Uh, their, their new tour scheduled for 2022. Uh, it's all their American dates, right? There's also yep. a massive block in April that will be yep. Coachella whenever yep. that comes gets announced, yada, yada, yada. But there's no international dates now. Do you think because of COVID, do you think that has completely ruled out the possibility of them coming down to Australia or even touring internationally at all? I feel like UK, they'll probably eventually get to, mm. but is there any point of them coming down to Australia? Nay, nay, 100% nay. I, I think they're... um. As you say, COVID's ruined a lot of plans for these bands and stuff. Like System of a Down got back together too. We're doing a few tours and dates and stuff. We could have got them. I just can't see bands getting here for a long time, dude. I just yeah. uh, With the situation in America, I know they're starting to bring back people to WrestleMania 25K, Yay. like to the actual basketball games. They're planning to do that in the next couple of months, but the, the numbers are still really high. So yeah. people with tourists aren't going to go to America like for a long time. So getting people from America, like yes, they can come to Australia for two shows and fucking bloody quarantine for two weeks but are they going to want to do that they're not going to fucking want to do that yeah. like those guys like it's like when I was talking to the featured X-Boys and they were saying like big payday Nick they were saying international it. bands won't come until that mandatory 
um, the quarantine period. Hotel quarantine. Yeah, yeah exactly. done. You can't. You just can't do it. It's not feasible financially. Not unless um, you're paying. And which ruins <laughs> both both ends as well. Yeah. Like Australian bands going out as well as nearly it's near impossible. Which is sad. Yeah, it's really bad. Because we're gonna get not that we're gonna get sick of seeing the same bands all the time, but there's only so many times people are gonna go to shows to see you. There's like, a lot of shows going on right now, and bands are gonna get worn out pretty quickly. <sighs> I and know, that's man. that's not yeah. If you're if you're just starting out and you're at like a really local level, yeah. play as many shows as you fucking of can. Course, yes. Right. But like if you're you know, established more. Yeah, yeah, like it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough work yeah. in the coming years and it's going to be annoying for you. Mm. Uh, Nate, do we have a quiz? Quiz. Oh, quiz time, Nick Brown. Better. Quick, short, sharp, easy for you. Nick Brown. Yes. What Bring Me song was played pre-game at the footy on Easter Monday? Was it A? <laughs> Fuck it, Was it Mantra? Yep. Was it B, Parasite Eve? Yep. Or was it C, Shadow Moses? Yep. Or D, Throne? I'm going to go Parasite Eve. Great guess, Nick, because it's incorrect. It was Mantra, you <laughs> poor bastard. That was a good guess, though, Nick. Round two. What Metallica song was played during the Undertaker versus AJ Styles Boneyards match at Mania 36? Fuck, I don't know. I was know it the song. A, Murder One? Was it B, Here Comes Revenge? Was it C, Dream No More? Or D, Now That We're Dead? Here Comes Revenge. It's a great name for a song, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great name for a song. Yeah. Is it right, though? No. So yes. you don't see? Yeah, it's B. It's B. It's absolutely B. B, sorry, you're B? Yes. So you're definitely going B? Yes. Logging it in? Yes. Three? Yes. Two? Yes. One? Y- n- yes. D, it was Nick Brown. Ah, now yeah. that we're dead, Nick, they actually, of all the new songs, they put that in their set every gig now. Oh, I, really? I went back through their set list. It's a very popular song. Does The Undertaker come out every time as well? Because that's the only reason don't I want to Don't spoil hear. the mania. Maybe he will. I don't know. But Nick, three, can you name me a member not named Joel Birch or Aaron Stringer that has played in Amity? <laughs> I don't care about second names. Does, I just want you to give me a first does, name. Did JJ Peters ever be real play for Amity? For no, he minute? fucking did it. That's not a stupid name. I want a real name, all right? Real fucking bad. Be real fucking whoever you are. But Nick, have you got any? absolutely any ideas? no fucking chance. I didn't know anyone from Amity. <laughs> Besides Joel Birch and Aaron Stringer. I'll give you one. Dan from Confession. He's the guitarist now. He doesn't even have a last Does he have a last name? No idea, it- Nick. I don't care. Just Dan the man, all right? Is it Dan, middle name from, and then last name Confession? Confession, yeah. I love that. He's a confessional kind of guy, Nick. DFC, DFC. And Ryan, the, the old drummer. I used to love his sound. He's had the best live sound going yeah. around back in the day. Nick, true or false? What separated me from you came out a year after Homesick? Um, True or false? True. Logging it in, Andy? Yep. 2010. So, 09 and 10, you reckon? Yep. 09 and no 10. <laughs> Is it 010? <laughs> I don't think it's 010. <laughs> 2K, 09, 2K, 10? I'm yes. going to go correct, Nick Brown. It was true. Really good stuff there. Nick, name me five songs no, of All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us. Oh, fuck. This is going to be tough, actually. Oh, yes. Phantom Fear, Nihilist, Match Made in Heaven, Gone with the Wind, and Downfall. Correct, Nick Brown. Can you go six? Um, Gravity. Good. Um... I can't remember any others. What's no. a Lamb of God song that I really liked last year that came out? Redneck. Oh, <laughs> I'm painted anyway. Holy shit. Memento Mori. A Memento Mori. Yeah, yeah great yeah. song. Nick, song. true or false? The first six songs on That's the Spirit were singles. Doom. I don't think Doomed was officially a single. Um, Did they release it? Happy Song wasn't officially a single as well oh, yeah, because it had a visualizer. It, oh, visualize. it didn't have a, a thing. Yes. Throne, True Fans were... Um, Number five, follow you. And I think, well, no, I'm going to say no. False. So go false. Yeah, well, correct. Because five of the first six weren't. Okay. Friends. You which did one, very well. Which one? Oh, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I was looking <laughs> on, online. I, I didn't write them down. I was in a rush. Nick, who am I? I'm an Aussie band with one name. Um, one name. Saviour. <sighs> one day you will get that right. I know. You'll have a random guess and it will be right and I'll be absolutely flawed. I'll be paused. Just like no. I was to the Johnny Cash hurt <laughs> guess. Unbelievable scenes that was, Nick. That's the highlight of the show. But Nick, guess. I mean, sorry, you've guessed. Um, my name is something helped. To make you remember a person, place, or event like a memento, my new EP Slow Burn is full of energy. My new um, Slow Burn, um, Keepsake. Good boy, Nick Brown. I was there. I I thought you'd get that one. Nick, nine. True or false? Yes. Only one member of Paramore was on every album, so they've released five albums. Um, False. They've had two. Yeah, so the um, ri- so, no so the brother, the two brothers were in there with Haley Williams and a bassist at the start. Yep. The brother is an original brother still in there. Yep. Haley Williams. Haley Williams been on every album. Yep. Unfortunately, he left for a couple of years, so it's Did only really? been Haley. Haley Williams is the one person being there from go to woe. Nick Brown, that's yeah, it. That's incredible. Good quiz. Do we like Paramore? I grew up. So 
Okay. <laughs> Some weird questions. Nick, do was, you like Paramore? I was in a lot of bands growing up. Yes. So we've, we've, we've both played lots of gigs like him. We've played lots of styles and stuff. So I got into high school. Yeah. And got into a band with a couple of people. One's a very prominent sound engineer in the scene now, Nick Brown. Yes. Yeah. We actually played a couple of Paramore songs as covers. And I loved drumming their songs because they're just fun songs to play. And like, they have a couple of cracking songs, but I think they went a little bit off the rails for me musically because they went all kinds of over different sides. Like they didn't, they went from pop punk to like right over the end of pop and different stuff. And like Hayley Williams is a great songwriter, but yeah, I thought early days, but early 2000s are a great band, mid 2000s. Yeah. They're one of those bands I've never listened to an, a Paramore album front Enough. to back. I bought a couple of albums back in the day. Really? Yeah, cr- right. The one, yeah, right. The one with Crush, Crush, Crush on it. I, I remember Ooh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, dude, they're f- the, about two thousand and six, two thousand and eight albums. Whenever they came out, Decode was a good song. Yeah, good show. The Twilight, yeah. the Twilight um, um, main song. Misery Business. No, he actually sings that. I can't remember the fucking song. I'm gonna work it out. I'm gonna work it out, Nathan. You just talk about brick by boring brick. That's it. Yeah, brick by boring brick. Yeah. So, well, them because I'm not gonna look it up now, Nathan. No, dude. I remember watching tonight. Alive with Simple Plan at the Palais. Yes, that was a really good show, and um, I thought Tonight Alive sounded a lot like Paramount. Paramount. Yeah, and I bought, time, yeah. I bought a uh, Tonight Alive one of their first albums on the night. I'm like, this is really similar, and I, I kind of went back and listened to Paramore a little bit after that. I'm like, yeah, but yeah, I like them. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't, well, I, I don't know where, like where they'd play, like because they were a monster. Like they still are. Yeah, They're still a big, big band, band. but like, yeah. where would they play in Victoria? Fuck, they'd have to play Rod Laver or Margaret, I'd oh, say. I reckon they would too. Yeah. They're, they're bigger than anything else. They've headlined Reading and Leeds and shit. And they're, yes. American, they're an American band. And so they're fucking imagine a one-two, them and Fallout Boy as a... And Panic oh, at the Disco. That'd so be, good. That'd be a better tour than the Green Day tour. Yeah, well, it's because it doesn't have Green Day on it. <laughs> any tour that doesn't have... Any Green Day tour without Green Day is oh, great. God. A Green Day light tour would be fucking fantastic. Uh, Nathan. Are we 360 in it? 360 time. Uh, been a lot of cool music coming out this yes. week. Um the a lot of people we'll go through them. the weekly breakdown. A lot of people oh, yes. um, seem to take exception to some of the oh, things I said. Oh, what'd you say? No, nah, nothing. They all loved it. Oh, thank uh, God. No, all, all songs were really good. Days like these, new song has like a mental bit in it. I don't know if you've heard it. Yeah, it's uh, a very carnival guitar yeah, part. Absolutely. It's so carnival that bit. Um, Keepsakes new songs really fucking good, mm. and I love that sound. Have to be from Sydney, of course, because every fucking like, Moral, morally obliged for a bloody hardcore band, isn't <laughs> that right? They, I think they actually move out to Sydney, even if they're not from Sydney. Oh, awesome. Except for Altona. Altona are a Perth band. They're really good. They've kind of got that melodic yeah, hardcore sound Altona's as well. Who, who's released music? No? Okay, Nick Brown, we'll start with Vatic. So Melbourne band got a new song, Through the Eyes of a Snake. Not a bad song. <laughs> yeah, you, I, know, I, know, I know you've roasted them about the snake, but <laughs> I, I think it's not a bad song. But I don't think it's a great song either. I, okay, I, I yeah. don't think they had the the wow moment that I was looking for in that song. It was just, it kind of, like, it was groovy. It was a bit of a weird vibe. Like, it was groovy in parts, but it just wasn't that bit. That a just, lot of I noise. Went, yeah, like a, like they're they're that kind of vibe band though. Yeah. Like that's their thing. Like they have that slow kind of tempo, groovy style, and then it can go different places. I thought the production was really good. The vocals were great. The drums were kind of groovy too, but um, I think they can do better. But um, Nick, Afterthought, new band. So they had a new song called Disconnect. So the old Foxblood vocalist. Okay. Uh, the Wither... A, a fox pop, still a fucking band. No, well, the ex... See, this is new band, and the yeah. Wither drummer is playing bass, I believe, in this project. Yeah. So they had a new song called Disconnect, premiered by Cal over at Depth Max. So, oh, yeah, happy days. Yeah, decent song. Shout um, out, Cal. Shout out to Cal. Um, we love Cal. So Drown the City got a new song called New oh, Burn. fuck. We haven't Order. Talked, Nick, forgot about this. That's all right, Nick Brown. So this is a little <laughs> bit of a slower-styled song for their... their, their um, what their sound is, but um, yeah, it's an okay song. It's part of the Backbone 2K21 playlist. Uh, Nick, Wildheart. Probably my favourite song are we, of the week. Are we skipping the Drown the City? Oh, well, I didn't really listen to it enough to actually write okay, shit I down. Did. I did. Oh, what'd you think? Go I listened to it, it once. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need. That's all yeah. I need. I listened to it once. Yeah. No. I said give this it on, to I us. said this on weekly. I said that at what at some point I just got to admit that maybe they're just not for me. But then through over the weekend, um, I just kind of asked myself, Nathan, I just went self, well, who are they writing music for? If they're not writing music for people like you and me, who are they writing music for? That's a great question and because like where we love the so scene, it's so mediocre, man. And I mean this like I don't. There's so many bands who release music, like new music, and I'm like, oh, this is actually really good. I've really yep. liked new Bellhaven stuff, and yes. I didn't really like. I, Kind of pan Bellhaven a lot, and there's a lot of bands like that. And there's a few bands that I um that I've kind of gone back and forth with bands mm. I didn't like. Now I do. I just don't get it. I don't get the hype here, and I still think 
I still don't know anyone who likes Drown the City, yeah. personally. I don't know anyone who's like, oh, dude, new Drown the City is so sick. Uh, they got a new Screamer. Looks like a mad dog. Mad love, dog? Love his hair. Oh. He's got mad dog hair. I Luscious locks I there. fucking love it. They, and there's the worst part, because they seem like they'd be awesome to get a beer with. They seem like cool people. But I just, just don't like them musically. musically and yeah. I have a feeling they don't like me. <laughs> I'm pretty confident they don't like me, actually. But it's like, I, and I'd love to interview them. I got request, like, someone sent me a presser and went, like, request an interview. And I'm like, ah, better not, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's just a whole bunch of nothing to me. Nothing, yeah. nothing stands out. It's all over the fucking place. Yeah. And I just, I've never heard a good Drowning City song. For me, at least. No, there's never been a Drowning City song that I've liked. I didn't think a lot of the song either. I just didn't write anything for yeah. it. Okay, well, there's nothing to write. Yeah, there's nothing I mean. to write. The whole the start of the song is kind of average. I, I like the like go for more cleans and that's all right. But she's the, great. Got a really good clean. Yeah, voice, clean yeah. voice is cool. But like the music around it's pretty fucking boring. Um, and the melodies just aren't that exciting. And the that's hooks. the thing. It's just so. Give I us a know. good hook, Nick. It's just, all I want is a good hook. And a, suck us a good hook. And a fat-o-ass bass tone. Well, you know what That's I'd, all I want in my life. What, you know what I'd both? The Wild Heart song, Backburn. Oh, Nick I Brown How? Okay, so I, I love... like We love their song, their style. We love their sound. But I'll tell you what it sounded like on this song. Yeah, what do you think? This gave me Parkway Drive vibes. Whoa! Guitar-wise, musically. I thought it was a, like a dead ringer for what Parkway. Era? What era? I'm talking pure like metal 2002. Fucking eight era parkway. Oh my god! So like clean, the park- greatest parkway. Yeah, like the clean, <laughs> clean parkway metal kind of riffs, just surrounded by good shit. But um, we got cleans. I don't know if they've ever played cleans before, but um, yeah, I couldn't work that out either. Well, dude, uh, they can now because this song was really good. Backburner, yeah. great um um artwork as we saw with the flames there talking about the actual. Well, you actually did. You talked about the um the meaning behind this song. Yeah, I was talking about the pre- like the press yeah, they released. So, yeah. I've, I've- we they have um because I you know, I tagged the people in on the Instagram stories and that and they actually messaged said yeah we'll come on the show whenever you need it like and I was like I want it to be uh, look part of me wanted to do link up with one of their releases coming yep. up and they said them uh, you know who knows when it's going to come out right it could be yep. fucking tomorrow it could be next year yep. but um like and sometimes I feel bad saying that because I'm like I you know, I'd love just to get people on for a chat but it's I think it's beneficial Tart. for both us and them if they're playing a show I got a release it's yeah better exactly for us. it's just better like it's just yep. better for everyone it's like you have something to talk about otherwise it's just kind of like okay well. You know, what do you, what do you think of Shrek 2? <laughs> and like, we all know it's better than Shrek 1, so there's no I'm issue. I'm going to have to go home and watch this, but I want to watch Mania first. Maybe that's yeah, tomorrow Mania, night's viewing. Mania's only three hours. It's, a, oh, it's quick as fuck. Yeah, good. It's a good good little listen. And then watch. tomorrow's the next day, yeah? Or is it? Tomorrow's another three hour. Yeah, yeah three, three and three. I reckon that's what it'll be going for, two nights. It's hard. It's hard. It's a, I don't know if they nights. could. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if they could actually fit... Um, if they could actually do two stadium full capacity, I don't know. Maybe they could. Next year's in Texas, hundred thousand seat stadium. I was about to say, but you'd get the the same crowd for both nights. Yeah, you'd doing have the to. two, like uh, just. But like I was gonna say, if you're just doing the one night, one night thing, like people wouldn't go to the fucking first It'd night. It'd be hard. It'd yeah. be hard fucking work, man. I, I I think I could do it if it was in arenas, but I don't think they. It's too much of a cost cut go for back them. To Madison Square oh, fuck, that'd be good. If they did two nights in like MSG, I'd go in a heartbeat because it's we like could. easy as to go. Yep. Um, but in stadiums, it's, it's a lot of hard work. Stadiums are harder. Like just harder to do, and I love the production. Production's awesome for this as well. I'm just thinking of Empire State of Mind. Great song. song. Nick Brown. Um, days like these. So new song High and Glow dropped this week. But Nick, the story. Yes, the big story. This what's the big story? The big story this week. So their song Gravity. Yes, was on the football. Yes, Gravity that was on. The movement is on, Nick. So the I'm telling you now. We have a big place with the AFL if we keep producing good music. I think because the people playing songs on Channel Seven are clearly youthful like they play a lot of our scene songs they play bring me we've had architect songs on there we've had ocean grove songs in there polaris have had songs on there they're listening like they, they are seeing listeners so if we're producing good music this is such a platform moving forward it doesn't matter if you get a 30 second snippet on a thursday friday saturday fucking arvo your music they play your song they have your name in the bottom of the screen they always do that's exposure that's great stuff so days like these and there's nothing better than saying we got played on the footy exactly like, just, just for fucking bragging rights man. mate like, how good is it just to say that who cares I don't care if it was but, for a North Melbourne game that no one's watching exactly it's, like, it's still on there <laughs> but um, uh, what they do remind me of so we've got this real wave coming through bands like Rumours and To Octavia yep, with absolutely. the same style of um sound and they're really, really, they got a lot going for them because stylistically, they do so much. They yeah. scream, they have the clean parts, they have the good hooks, they have the groovy, like the carnival part in the middle. I call it the carnival part. It's but it's fucking. Is that all bass? I can't still, I still can't work it out. I'm pretty sure it's guitar driven. Yeah. But I'm telling you, that part is it so damn good. Of, like muse and guitar tone. Yes. As well, like old Stockholm Syndrome and songs yes. like that. And I, I, initially, like, obviously, when a, there's high cleans, 
my first like <laughs> sometimes I'm like off it straight away. Yeah. But this one I was a little bit slow to come around to. But the more you listen to the song, you're like, holy fuck, this is good. <laughs> and this and the the wild wild heart song, they're the two best songs by a stretch, I think, of this week. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? We got Polaris. So they've announced the Vagabond Regional Tour. So they dropped a video for the single. Uh, we get to see them around Victoria. We've got a Frankston show. We've got a Geelong show, South Morang. So this June, that's all happening. We're going to check that out. Nick? Fuck, we should try and get him on for the show or something. That'd be great. That'd be perfect. At, at the Frankston show or something. 100%. That'd be cool. Tee up beers with him. Yeah, I've got to work out. Yeah, I can go. I could probably work that out. You actually. know what's bigger news than Polaris doing a tour? What's bigger than news than Polaris doing a tour, Nathan? Uh, good setup, Nick Brown, because M <laughs> forward slash forward slash Pum has... C- they've announced the comeback, Nick. What's happened? Well, they've got a comeback show, Nick. So we've got Ocean Sleeper headline in the bill with Starve and Outlove for a first show back. Fuck, that's May a good bill. F- dude, May 1st, get around the return of the Pum. That's what I've labelled it. Return I'm of the Pum. The pum. return of the Pum, Nick. The Pumba. <laughs> Tomorrow the pum. Oh, maybe I'll rock up as fucking Pumba on the night. But Nick, I'm telling you, this is one of the great bills of all time, Nick. They got the um, they, they, they've got the frowny fucking sad face on the little monologue video that I'll they're I'll send them a bill, don't worry. They need to pay you, Nick. I'm telling you now, but this is going to be a show to definitely get around. It's my Nana's birthday that night. I don't know what I'm going to do, but... <laughs> I w- <laughs> That's such a good call. That's such a good call. Oh my god! May the first. I remember it always. But yeah, unfortunately, um, Nick, that's yeah. a really good bill. But oh, like, dude, awesome bill. I, I love, look, I, I've I never lo- seen Out Love. I love a good mixed bill. Yeah, um, for one, Out Love has Blind and Fallings. Like was one of my favorite songs of last year. Oh, Nick, it was so good. Yes. Um, and their EP is really good. Hurt. Amazing. Is it hurt? No. Is it, they have a song called Hurt. hurt me. I hurt my hurt me. Yes, yeah, it's hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Dude, blind and falling. That's the hook. I'm telling you that that, that band. They got a lot of things going forward. Nick, we've also got the reopening of Bang. Future Static's going to be playing that. So they they've got another show coming great up. As band. Well. Great uh, band. Red Hook, one of your favorite top three Australian bands nah, of no, all right. time. I Nick like Brand. Bad Decisions. Bad Decisions is a cool song. Well, Bad Decisions is the actual title of the EP coming out May 23. So keep an eye out for that. They'll be probably. I think they are signed already. But like, if not, they'll be a UNFT band eventually. Nick, Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> they've got Zombie Part Two coming May 15. So this is an EP, Nick. This is one of those EPs that, like, we might not be huge. I, I, I quite like the EP. Not, not yeah. sure about yourself, but this is like labeled universally as the best EP of the scene. And like, because they went from doing albums to randomly dropping that EP out of nowhere, and everyone's what? like, "What the fuck is this?" So they've or, or, yeah, the thing, they've announced it for May fifteen. The thing is with this EP, and this is kind of fascinating because I was like, I actually started doing a bit of re- like thinking of like what is the best EP in, in metal. Yes. I, I just say metalcore, right? That's usually yep. what pops up. This one came up a lot. Yep. And what's funny, especially is for, for our scene, for yep. a band that I must admit I'm not a huge fan of. Yep. Right? I've never been a huge fan of, and I don't think they really have any phen- phenomenal albums. The Zombie EP, yep. and in 2015 they released 2015 they released the Space EP, yep. which is another EP that got mentioned in the greatest EPs of all time. So for a band who was like you know not really had any massive songs as like as best way of putting it, they've had two incredible EPs and probably started the EP movement. Even maybe before you, Nathan. Well, uh, 100%. Maybe. Dude. I don't know. You've been starting. I remember in grade three, I remember you starting that EP movement. <sighs> so I can't remember. <laughs> as an avid nine-year-old listener of um, EPs as I was back then, Nick, I'm telling you now on the old um, USB micro fucking chip thing that we used to listen to. I used to have the Discmans, the Walkmans. You name it, I had it. But Nick, I'm telling you, like this band, they maybe they were ahead of their time, but don't do a crossface doing a release five or six in a row. Yeah. I was trying to work out my, my top five EPs of all time. Got them. Give me three, Nick. I always ask for three. So, Things in three. Um, I won't say Reject of Humanity because it's, it's obvious. Um, Guilt and the Grief is up there. I, it has mm. to be in the top top three. Oh, yeah. Um, Crossfave Zion. That's why I mentioned the Ooh. Zion EP before. I had Beartooth sick. It's really oh, yeah. fucking good. Um, the voice, I'm, I'm a space I'm a space guy over yep. Zombie, but like both of those, I could probably group them in together. Um, I feel like I wrote them down, actually. Well, Devil Nick. Wears Prada, I was used to label to you, Nick. Yeah. Like, talking about those two EPs as the biggest small band ever because- they are so popular in the scene, and it just feels like they never were the big band in the scene. There's my top five. Okay, not yeah, allowed, cool. Not allowed to say it, but... So, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> couple of good bands. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's a really and good list. Where's Black just, Label amongst that? Is that down the bottom there? Is that in the honorable mention? Yeah, it was like, I was trying to work out, like, it's so hard, because I saw some people say Thornhill, Butterfly, right? Good. And look, great, phenomenal EP, but it's so hard when it's so recent. How do you how do you compare that to, to EPs that have been our, out for ages? If our bias, if we were 20 and listened to that, we would have probably held that yeah, up higher than absolutely. what it is, because we had Black Label and The Guilt and the Grief as the two standouts yeah. when we were coming into, like, the scene big time. So, yeah. Another couple of things popped up during the week. So yeah, we talked about Keepsake during the um the the quiz, but they got an EP slow burn out now, three tracks, awesome. Stay, Passivity, and Autumn of the Three Songs. 
definitely brothers with um Bloom and counterparts Nick Brown because that sound means they're a uh, Sydney uh, melodic hardcore band from Sydney. Yeah, so Nick Sydney band. But I'm telling you now, the our biggest second new six second biggest news story of the week. Brock Hampton having you album out. Yes, I haven't heard Road it. Road Runner, you like new machine. I listened to it three times on the way up to Tarang. Any good? Four times on the way home. Nick, I haven't listened to a song. Nah, you fucking. I'm just bitch. I'm sucking you in. <laughs> come in, sailor. Come well, in. Oh, well, Danny Brown had a song with them. I'm pretty sure yeah, it was released. Good. I heard it on Triple J, and I thought it was quite good. So yeah. Brock Hampton's a great, funny outfit and. They hopefully that'll be one of the first to return to Australia because they love Australia. Yeah, they do. So yeah, we'll see. Everyone, a good loves, show. everyone loves Australia. Good fun. Yeah, good times. Any day. We go to the footy Thursday. We should. Um, I hate Thursday games. It's dude. Greg's already like. Dad's already going like. Nah, it's just fucking. It's too much. It's too much hard work. It man. is, mate. If it, if the weather's anything like it is. Nah, we're now, not. I'm not going. I'm not, I just can't be fucked. Oh, it's just too vegan much. Palmas for you. Vegan yeah, palmas egg, for me. Eggplant palmer. Fuck, I'd love one. Um, but yeah, it's. I don't know, man. Like, it's one of those things. Um, tough life. Yeah, it's tough life going on the footy. Uh, <laughs> should be a good game, but yeah, well, we're due to. We need a win. So yeah, we I, need a win. Just get us back on the right track. It was a good game on Friday, but... I wouldn't mind beating some guilt. I fucking... I yeah, suck. put them back in their place. Yeah. But good win against West Coast, so they'll be up and about, it's which good is game. good, so... A lot of good games this round. Fuck me. Yeah, we just... We just um, we should have won the other night, realistically. We were, we smashed them that last quarter, but it's probably the loss isn't going to hurt us moving forward. I yeah, think. I think I think if the scores were wrapped around it, it'd be Ken Hingley would be too bothered. No, it's just I think a good game. I think if anything else, it just proved that we're two of the top four teams yeah, in the comps. Absolutely. Like, realistically. Port and Richmond are like... The must-see fixture. Oh, we also sure. always get him in Adelaide. We never get him yeah. in Melbourne. Why aren't we getting him at the G? Imagine that at the G. <laughs> be awesome. We, we roll like for, both, the G. for both yeah. teams, but it'd be awesome to see power at the G. Good exposure to see if they're going to be yeah. good in the final. And see how many people rock up. It'd be mm. good to see 70,000 people there. It'd be awesome. Like yeah, that'd be because so you're not going to get that with every interstate team. You'd be lucky to get it from anyone. Like yeah. Adelaide back when they were peaking, they might have got sixty seventy, but That's Port Adelaide for sure they'll trouble. Absolutely. Yeah. Come over stuck. Yeah. Fuck them. Stuck anyway, them, boys. cheers for listening. WrestleMania night two tomorrow. Let me know what your predictions are. Um, yeah, and tell me, um, tell me, tell me where the freak, tell me will Gronk freak feature at. or not? Yeah, tell me where the freaks at. Bum, ba, dum, ba, 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 ba,